Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Welcome to You Beauty, the daily podcast for your face. I'm Lee Campbell and I'm back with my beautiful Erin. How are you feeling, Erin? Lee, I'm back. I got the spicy cough last week and obviously the lovely Shazzy had to fill in for me. But I'm back. I'm not back in the office and I'm not back in the studio just yet, but... Keep those germs at home just in case because I haven't had it yet. The most important question I have to ask you, because when Holly Wainwright, my boss and host of many other Mamma Mia podcasts, when she had it, she texted me and she said, I'm so sick. I didn't do my skincare last night. Is that okay? (laughs) And I was like, you're off the hook hole for a few days. You don't have to do your skincare. So did you keep your skincare up? Oh my God. Of course I did my skincare. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was honestly the only thing that like held me together through the last like seven days and my skin was so dry as well so I was just like going really hard with the masks had nothing else to do so never gonna not do my skincare come on Lee good girl well you're in the right <laughs> job then but anyway enough about me my flaky face what do we have coming up today So this week's an interesting one. Today, we've got a certain celebrity chef who is trying their hand at beauty. And no, it's not Pete Evans, thank goodness. Plus, eyeliner is back in the biggest way. We're excited. So we're going to tell you how to get on board. Also, we're going to chat about a new trend in microblading, but it's nowhere near your eyebrows. So let's get into it. Kanye Ye West and current flame Julia Fox are taking their fits to the next level at Paris Fashion Week, since matchy-matchy could mean a match made in heaven. Okay, so first up, we need to talk about the eyeliner right now. (laughs) The eyeliner is not okay. (laughs) No, (laughs) eyeliner is having a massive moment right now, and... I swear, like if I was going in the office today, I am usually so boring with my eyeliner look, but I was almost like I should do maybe a colored wing Yeah, because there's so much buzz going on around right now after Julia Fox and her super bold eyeliner look the other week. It was absolutely everywhere. In case you missed it, she basically arrived at Paris Fashion Week and she had a really kind of blocky black eye look by Pat McGrath. So she also had the whole matching denim thing with Kanye West. That was a whole a whole other thing. But <laughs> later on that day at another fashion show, she was then sitting at front row again. Her winged eyeliner was even kind of like blockier, bolder and swept up towards her brow bone and it was that kind of like grungy gothy smudge look so I'm dying to hear your thoughts about this what did you think the whole Kanye and Julia thing is just like a whole nother topic that's obviously (laughs) probably for our pop culture podcast not for our beauty podcast I didn't love the Pat McGrath look I thought it was very editorial very runway but on a quote-unquote real person although Julia Fox you know is pretty much a supermodel anyway I just didn't love it however I love the return of liner you're right, because it was Paris Couture Week and it's the fashion weeks all around the world. And so that's when it's like, okay, these trends are coming to us normal people kind of thing. Historically, we generally see the return of a 
bold color cosmetic after a period of turmoil. It's historically always kind of happened and it's, sometimes it's a lip, sometimes it's a really flushed cheek. And this season it's like bold, like statement liner. I'm really into all the colored liner I've seen all over my feed. So a lot of the fashion weeks, a lot of the high end sort of magazines like Harper's Bazaar, they're covering all the, you know, red, pink, aqua. And I'm really loving all of that. Back in the day when I had more time, I used to be so experimental with my eye makeup and I would do, you know, a purple liner, I'd do an aqua liner. And so I'm feeling like I'm going to bring it back in some sort of more, you know, suburban mum degree. Getting back in the game. I reckon, I mean, I always just do the boring black eyeliner, but I really want to be the person that tries, you know, a blue wing or something like that. But as you were saying, like, yeah, it's all over the runway right now. Chanel had like models walk the runway with kind of like this really graphic eyeliner. And the other eye was actually kind of like rimmed with like glitter, like speckled glitter. Mm. It looked really freaky and weird. But it does kind of show that people are having more fun with their look. It was also on the Dior runway. The models had this like really nice bright white eyeliner just under their waterline and it looked so pretty. I was like, this is a look that I genuinely like want to try, but also I'm kind of like, could I wear it going to Woolies? (laughs) Probably not. But fun eyeliner looks. I'm on board with that. I am too. And a prediction, I reckon lower lash line is going to get a lot of focus this season. I know that sounds really specific and it is, but I'm seeing jewels on the lower lash line, you know, colour, white on the lower lash line. So if you're really into that sort of, I guess, trend-based statement makeup, that's where it's going this season. If you're boring black liquid liner wearers like Erin and I, try navy, try a dark purple, like lash out. Yeah, I think it's all about having fun right now. So definitely go ahead and take the risk. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. So microblading eyebrows, they blew up, I want to say, about a decade ago because that's when I had mine done. That was all about everyone having their eyebrows semi-permanently placed on. The process was a semi-permanent ink and there was generally a two or three pronged scalpel and that was used to sort of mimic hair strokes for a fuller looking brow. It is exactly what you think it is. It's basically like a tiny cut and then some sort of ink rubbed into the cut (laughs) for lack of a better description, but that's essentially what it was. Popularity of microblading specifically did fade a little bit and ombre brows were more favourable. Though it's very similar. So ombre is essentially an electric tattoo gun and they use shading as opposed to hair strokes, but both semi-permanent tattoo type vibes on your brows. Now microblading is leaving the eyebrow. It is climbing up your forehead and into your hairline. It's essentially the exact same concept. So either a tattoo gun is used or a scalpel and they create very, very fine hair-like strokes around the hairline, wherever there's visible thinness or just if you have sort of patches around your scalp, anywhere on your scalp. Huda Beauty, the makeup brand, posted a fantastic reel last week. We'll pop it on our own Insta and it showed exactly what the process can do. It makes so much sense. Erin, did you ever think you'd see microblading for the scalp? 
No, but you're right. It does make so much sense. I'm kind of shocked that I haven't really thought of it before, but it is so interesting. And I told you before, I was talking to my best friend the other day and she's actually experiencing hair loss around her hairline. And she had asked if microblading was a thing around your hairline. And I feel like Instagram was listening to us because I then (laughs) started getting these sponsored posts for microblading around your hairline. Yeah, I think it's such a great option for people that have started to thin around on their hairline or, you know, throughout their hair. I know you have written and spoken about your hair thinning before. Is it something you'd get done? I was thinking about this after I saw that video, actually. So, yeah, over the last two and a half years, my son's two and a half, I had postpartum hair loss and then I had grief hair loss when my dad passed away. So that was a a lovely double whammy. It's definitely improved. It's come back a lot now. And I think taking collagen supplements really help with that. However, I still do have two quite prominent patches on either side. And this is the thing with oftentimes anything hormonal. It's always the most visible spot. So it's... Almost near my temples, when I pull my hair back, and let's face it, my hair's in a mum bun 90% of the time, there's two areas that are are quite thin. I call them the horns because that was where it all fell out. It's come back now, but you can still see the scalp. Sometimes if I'm going somewhere fancy, I'll bother to use like a brunette powder and I'll, I'll put it in, but then I forget it's there and I play with my hair or it's really sweaty and then I've got, you know, brown all over my forehead. So I did think, wow, this is a really great, you know, semi permanent option. And I do honestly predict that salons will be rolling it out around Australia now as it increases in popularity and women with wonky, and men, wonky hairlines or, you know, postpartum hair loss, any sort of patchiness can then have their scalp look a little bit more even. I'm working, I'm working on skincare with CBD in it. Oh my God. Are you doing um, it with Snoop? uh, No, no, but Snoop's an influence. So look, I know at the end of last year, we promised we wouldn't talk about any more celebrity beauty launches because there's one like every single day. But Lee, I promise this as an exception because it's actually noteworthy, I promise. So celebrity chef Martha Stewart is launching a cosmetics line, a new cosmetics line. So you probably know Martha Stewart from TV. She's like a huge personality in the US. She's also super vocal and hilarious on social media on Twitter she's absolutely like always on comments by celebs she also went to jail for five months for fraud in case you forgot that anyway she's now launched a new beauty line in an existing beauty brand that she already has I had no idea she had a beauty brand oh give me your guesses what do you think it is I don't know. I was thinking about this. I know she did something with Snoop once. That's all I think about when I think of her. But um, I'm assuming, like, if I was her, I'd be like, move over J-Lo. You don't get to claim olive oil. I'm a celebrity chef. I'm using olive oil in mine. Is that what it is? Yes. No. It oh. Actually, <laughs> it that was is, a good guess, though, right? That was a really good guess. I mean, I feel like she should pick your brain for some ideas there. But it's actually CBD skincare. So her brand is called Wellness Topicals, and she's basically launching three new core products within that range. So the three products are called Sleep Science CBD Cream, Super Strength CBD Cream, and Daily De-Stress CBD Cream. So the products are basically promised to improve your everyday well-being and help with things like stress management and also muscle recovery. So obviously CBD oil is quite big in that area. I actually am not surprised and I should have thought of that because CBD is probably the biggest skincare trend that we're seeing at the moment. It's only going to be massive for this year. So I feel silly that I didn't think of that. 
I know, I felt like it was completely rogue, but also kind of fitting because, as you said, she's actually really good friends with Snoop Dogg and he apparently introduced Martha Stewart to CBD. So they've been <laughs> friends for over like 10 years. This kind of led her to launch her own collection of these products. It's all very rogue, but it kind of makes sense in a weird way. As I said, it's not her first line of products in the range. Her debut line launched, I think it was September last year it launched, Mm -hmm. and it had like CBD gels and oil drops for people, but also pets. Wow. So (laughs) obviously you can't just go out and buy CBD oil in your local pharmacy in Australia. It's a little bit different here. I think, don't you need like a medical permit or something like that? Yeah, so yeah. our TGA is much stricter. They're much more lax with that kind of stuff over in the US. We are seeing CBD formulated within skincare topically slowly, but we do need our legislation to change before it's going to be widespread around here. But it's definitely a watch this space. So maybe Martha's all over it. Oh my God, love it. Such a power move. Go Martha. Well, that's all for beauty news this week. This podcast is brought to you by Mamma Mia. And through Mamma Mia's partnership with Room to Read, we're currently funding 300 girls in school every single day in some of the most disadvantaged countries in the world. So just by listening to today's episode and to any podcast on our network, you're helping to send those girls to school too. So thank you. This episode was produced by Michaela Floriano. Tune in tomorrow for Spotlight on with Kelly. Bye. Bye.